Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The volume. It's Jenkins and Jones presented by FanDuel. The NBA season is kicking into gear and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting and combine multiple bets from the same game in a same game parlay and try out same game parlay plus. So download the FanDuel app today. Start making every moment more. Disclaimer must be 21 and over in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Thursday, February 23rd, and we're coming to you live on Amazon AMP, 7 a.m., 10 a.m. every Monday and Thursday, and then on all the other platforms afterwards. Thanks for listening, wherever you're listening, uh, to this very stupid episode. I'm going to make a promise up front. This is going to be a really stupid episode. Are are y'all comfortable with that? (laughs) Hey, man. Hell yeah. Fuck it. All right. Uh, Has every episode not been stupid to an extent, though? We dumb as fuck. We dumb. We dumb <laughs> we as dumb. hell, dude. As always, Jenkins and Jones hosted by Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. Have a good one. With Jethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John, who beat both of us to the Zoom today. What's that, Bubbles? What's that, Bubbles? We ain't going to talk about it. We ain't going to talk no, about no, it. No, credit where it's due, John. Credit no, where okay, you know, okay. Black, the, black the, history was made this month. <laughs> hey, Tyler, you was late for about three years straight, nigga. <laughs> Hey, I, I mean, I mean, when we ain't have it's it's, it's different in the Patreon days, bro. We just kind of that. It was not a hard, you know, to hop on. It was it was a window. You bro, know what I'm saying? I, it was I'm like not, a 10, bro, 15 minute window. There was a there was a day where we were supposed to be on the pod at nine thirty. History was before made. Mike got on here. You got on at eleven, nigga. It was what? an hour. No, I ain't yeah. never been no. No, it was an, I ain't never been an hour and a half late. I'm a, I'm a, actually I'm gonna hit my home girl. That was like, is there gonna be a pod today? <laughs> 
Cause I was sitting there. Well, hold, but hold on. But hold on. It's different when you're. It's different when you're hanging out. You can show up a half hour late to hang out with your friend. But it's it's producers now. (laughs) Dude, it's been like what two months that I've been late because because of my workouts. I'm I'm reeling it in. I'm reeling it in, guys. I told you. I was complimenting you. I don't know why you're being so defensive. I Tyler Tyler said you made history, bro. He wants to put you up on the mural. I said it was like I ain't never been on time. Come on, man. Give me my credit. Let's come on, man. All right, uh, I'm Gardy B, aka Mike. <laughs> hey, wait, wait. About... I was, hey, hey, we might have started off, bro. I wasn't recording. I Jackson, wasn't are recording, we good? Dude. That was a good intro, Jackson. Come on. Did you get Fine. it? Fine. Right. Okay, 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 okay. My bad. My bad. <laughs> you didn't make sure he's recording too, Jackson. I'm calling everybody out. Dude. I said. I said. <laughs> Did he say that? I said, "Is everyone recording?" Damn, I'm Jackson tripping. Jackson asked about two, three times out this motherfucker. I'm tripping. All right, bro. Let's run it back. Let's come on. And come John on. didn't back move on, his camera on. down as Ghost Jackson. Nigga, nigga, come. Hey, hey, don't get jumped, bro. Y'all need to chill out, nigga. <laughs> That'll teach you to show up on time, John. <laughs> nigga. I'm showing up on time from here on out, though. It's a new me. I'm telling y'all, for real. For all real. right. All right. All right. Let's talk about. I do before we get back into being um, dummies for the rest of the show. I do want to briefly have a serious conversation about Nikola Jokic being uh, a third consecutive MVP in the NBA, which does appear that it's going to happen unless somebody puts a stop to this madness. Um, I want to just foreground this conversation with a couple pieces of historical context. Number one, MVP voters vote with history in mind, and it is stupid to pretend that they do not. It is stupid. I've seen some people defending this with the well, you just got to go by what's happening this year. That is never how the MVP award has been awarded never. in any sport, especially not in the NBA. Uh, pretending that they should do that or that they have done that is dishonest. So with that in mind, Jokic will be the ninth three-time MVP. That's iffy, but that's okay to me. He'll be tied with Bird and Magic. He will have more MVPs than Steph Curry, Tim Duncan, or Giannis. He will be the fourth ever fourth ever person to win three consecutive MVPs with Larry Bird, Wilt Chamberlain, and Bill Russell. He will be the first in 34 years in the NBA to win three consecutive MVPs. Um, What do you think of that with that context in mind? Um... My thing is, is Jokic has been phenomenal. I don't want to take anything from him. He is absolutely phenomenal. I think he's a top five player in the world. Um, he has, you know, you know, the season he's putting on, it's been one for the ages. But, you know, it goes back to what you said, Mike, about how there's, you know, there, there's precedents that have been followed. But it seems like we're always willing to bend these precedents or break away from these precedents for white guys, it feels like, right? Because Giannis came up against, the, we can't give this guy three straight. He hasn't yep, done anything yep, in the postseason. Yep. He came across that, right? But we're willing to bend the rules for Jokic now. You know, we gave Nash two straight when when I, I think he probably only earned one of those. Kobe, you know Kobe I mean? deserved one of them for sure. Yeah. And and, and 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 that's my whole thing. If we're going to change the precedents, let's change it, you know, <laughs> without, you know, the, the white guys who who are just, you know, the, the the advanced stat nerds love. Because it seems like people are way more willing to go to bat for those guys than say a guy like Giannis. You know what I mean? And it's so blatant. It's so very blatant. If he were to get the MVP, he deserves the MVP. He's been the MVP this year. But like you said, with that context you add to it, there's no way he deserves to be considered in any of that you know what i'm saying 
So like, like you said, I mean, I mean, if, and if we're keeping it a stack, like you said, that third MVP, that was Giannis. That was that was Joker's first MVP. Right. Probably should have been. been Giannis. Giannis. And they, and been they literally said. I mean, literally, part of the narrative was: Is Giannis on a Mount Rushmore with Larry Bird? Wilt Chamberlain right, right, and Bill right, Russell. Right, right, no. Right, right, so right. it was almost like he's not eligible for a third straight MVP. Right. But as Tyler pointed out, something is different about Jokic. Maybe it's a race thing. Maybe it's a foreign thing. Maybe it's that the analytics conversation over the last three years has changed much to more, where... It's much louder. You know? Much more louder. Much more louder but there's no denying that it would be a real break from history and tradition. I personally think that that's nuts to say... Steph Curry, who has done more, in my opinion, as an individual to change basketball than anyone since our childhood. Has he he had three in a row? Has he? LeBron has not won three in a row. I think they gave Michael Jordan did not win three in a row. Yeah, yeah. So uh, to me, to put to consciously make the decision to put Jokic above those guys to me is disrespectful and ahistorical. I don't give a fuck how. I mean, I recognize the greatness of Jokic. And I recognize that he's had the most MVP caliber year. But like I said, I'm having this personally having this conversation in the context of the way these voters have voted for 60 fucking years in the NBA. Right. And that that's the that's the part of it that bothers me is, again, if you come see eight year olds, nine year olds, 10 year olds playing basketball anywhere in America, they're playing Steph Curry's basketball. They're playing a completely different sport than we grew up watching. That's what one human being who changed the game that much. LeBron James arguably the greatest ever michael jordan the other person who's arguably the greatest ever and you're just automatically elevating Jokic over both those guys by doing this and it honestly feels wrong to me no matter how easily the justification of this year's statistics would make it to vote for yeah and and the whole thing is this you cannot say it's just a regular season award that has never been the lens that we have evaluated mvps through ever in nba history um, there is a, 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 a factor in the MVP. It's okay. You are the best player in the world this season. You know, you have to show us something in the postseason mm-hmm. as well. Right. Like, like all those guys you mentioned, Wilt, Russell, Bird, they all ha- got a ring or multiple rings in Russell's case during that three run MVP stretch. Jokic hasn't even gone to the finals. You know what I mean? So, 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 so that's my whole thing here is you can't say that it's just a regular season war. Postseason always factors into it. You know, fucking like, like, you know, Luca, he'd have those postseasons where he'd go nuts and, and he was always kind of a front runner, you know, at, at, at the beginning of, of the season and, and with the, the odds because of how crazy he went in the postseason. And they were like, you know, this might be the season where, you know, he really goes nuts. It's regular season and probably does something in the postseason. That always kind of played a factor in how, you know, he had a head start in, in, in the odds. Giannis's falling short in the playoffs, you know, set him back a bit, handicapped him a bit in, in, in the MVP race, you know, for his third one that he would have gotten. So, so that's my whole thing is that. You have to it's it's not it's never been just a regular season award. We have always evaluated it on on basketball is the one sport where one player can influence, you know, the outcome more than any other sport. If you are truly the most valuable player in the world, the best player in the world, you're gonna have to show that shit in the postseason. And you talk about the difference between how Jokic is considered versus someone like Braun. Think of the way that people talk shit on Braun losing in the finals. Mm-hmm. Jokic hasn't been good enough to do it. He hasn't been good enough to do it once to lose in the finals once. And I remember when Braun got that fourth MVP in 2013. It was as obvious, I mean, arguably the most obvious of his four MVPs. Yes, should have been but unanimous. 
A hundred percent. But yeah. because he was being lessons. elevated into that top five with Kareem, Bill Russell, Michael Jordan, and Wilt Chamberlain, no one talked about the statistical basis for that year. What they talked about was, is he worthy of being in that top five at this stage of the game? That's what they talked about. And now that it's Jokic 10 years later, all anyone wants to talk about is, well, his fucking Raptors over 14 right now. How could you even think of giving it to somebody else? I just think that's crazy. And I think that people talking about this like it just pertains to this year and that the historical context and that the playoff context, as Tyler pointed out, that that's like, oh, we have to separate the- we have to separate all that and just look at the numbers for this year. It's like, well, well, okay, you can make that argument, but you should be honest about the fact that we're doing that for the first time. Yes. Do you? I have a question. Do y'all believe that Derrick Rose should have got the MVP that he got? Um, because I mean, I mean he, if you look at look at his numbers, I mean, I know that the Bulls were the best team in the East, one of the best teams right. in the league. You know, what I'm saying they were playing better uh, than than other teams, and he had a great great season. I don't want to take anything from that, but like. Bronze season, Dwight Howard season. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think like that, that and that got in the way of what Bron getting his third, right? Or three in a row, correct? It would have been three, so, and then I think it would have ended up being five because I believe yeah, he yeah. won two and then Derrick Rose and then Bron. Um, and he won two, yeah. I, I would just, I, I'm super curious to hear what Tyler has to say. I would just quickly say, I think that in, at the time I did think that, and looking back, if they end up giving Jokic three consecutive and Braun and Steph never got three consecutive. I think it, it, it retrospectively would be wrong that Braun didn't get three in a row. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Derrick Rose checked all those boxes where we've seen it so many times in, in MVP history. Where if this was a team that wasn't the best team in the league last season, but they become the best team in the league, you know, the next season, the best player on that team is usually going to win MVP. That's yeah. that's 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 kind of how that shit works. And Derrick Rose checked all those boxes on that. Um, I also think that you know that was Bron's first season in Miami. People were like, okay, how you, you, you know you we can't really evaluate Miami's record, being that you know they're so loaded with D Wade and Bosh. So that kind of hurt um, Bron a bit too. But yeah, I, I think you know Rose for sure checked all those boxes. You know, elevating a team to be the best um, team in the league, and you're the best player on the on, on that team. He checked all those boxes there. But if you look at the numbers, you know, what I'm saying like. I mean, I, I, like I said, I would give Dwight Howard that MVP before I gave that to to you know what I'm saying, and that team, that Magic team was great. You know, I think it, uh, so. Like, I, I, I would give. I don't, I, I don't know, bro. Like, I, I, I feel like you know, like you said, like Michael was saying retrospectively, it makes more sense to give Bron that. And also in the, in that year, I thought like to me, I'm looking at regardless of how loaded they are, Bron, that was Bron's team. They said all they. they he came in saying it was going to be D-Wade's team. You know what I'm saying? And everybody was saying, bro, that was Bron's fucking team from jump. You could tell by game 10. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know, man. But All right. I, I had intended on not jumping into MVP discourse, but watching over the last two weeks the way people have talked about this and hearing – I mean, it does feel almost a little bit like gaslighting where you're like, I rem- like we were alive. We're old enough. We remember what these conversations were when Braun was getting his fourth and all this other stuff. Like, you yeah. can't tell me – that it's like, oh, I'm ludicrous for thinking that there's a <laughs> a rationale for this decision outside of this year's efficiency ratings. <laughs> How old are the people that are saying telling you you're ludicrous? Are those people that were like alive, but there like are people who are older Brian's- than us on television who are saying that. You know oh. what I mean? And just yeah. as a result of uh, you know being active on social media for this podcast, it's like I just see a lot of that content that's like. But look at how much better he is this year than he was the other years. It's like, okay, well, again, the first one, not that he didn't deserve it, 
Yeah. But the narrative at the time literally was we can't give it to Giannis three years. That in was the like, one was knock on Giannis. We can't give it to him three years in a row. It had right. nothing to do with fucking basketball. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, the only- th- th- that's my whole thing. I'm I'm fine with us not making the same mistakes in the future that we made in the past, but. You know, don't make it with a white man. This is the guy, huh? But I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna hold y'all to this. When we come to these racism, again, racism, racism, right? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna hold everybody to this. When we come to these crossroads again with a guy who, who might not be, you know, an, and you know, of a, a, a favorite of the, of the people who are championing yoga. Y'all know damn well what I mean by that. When what Anthony mean? Edwards in seven years is going yeah. for his third straight MVP, right? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Don't talk Jason about Tatum. you know Jason what's Tatum happened in the past. Like, Jason Tatum. Okay, there okay. we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Good call. Good call. Good call. Good call. Uh, Tatum sort of got the people who are championing Jokic on his side, right? Like it's a because <laughs> he's in Boston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did, no, Boston was putting shit in Russell and uh in, in Russell's fucking bed. Like after winning a chip for them, bro. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he's still a nigga. You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I did also want to point out, and I haven't seen a lot of discourse around this. This will be, and I do assume that this is happening, by the way. And just to be clear, I'm not going to lose one fucking second of sleep about this. So please do not. Yeah, assume. yeah. Jokic has been phenomenal, and I do think For he sure. deserves MVP. Yeah, this yeah, 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 yeah but totally. Yeah, I, right. Yes, and I it, right. Yes, exactly. Uh, this will be the fifth straight non-United States player to win the MVP. That had happened four times. From 1955 through 2018, and this will be the fifth year in a row, which I also think is an interesting thing to keep an eye on. And it does actually kind of make me wonder how much some of the uh, analytics community who hates AAU basketball and what it's teaching kids and, you know, all this other stuff, that there is this rift between um, some of the analytics community, in my opinion, from what I see on television and, and on Twitter, and actual basketball culture that kids in America and especially black kids. But as we talked about Tyler hero, like if you grow up in American basketball culture, it is kind of a monoculture. And I do feel like there's a disconnect between the people who decide what's great in basketball and the kids who grow up wanting to play in the NBA. And I I think that's not healthy. (laughs) We'll, uh, We'll, we'll see how that shakes out, I guess over the next 10 years. All right. All right. All right. Um, I have on here as the next topic, uh, Mike reads about the Raptor metric to John as punishment. I don't have anything that John is <laughs> I being was like, bro, punished like, for. What is this? Like, where are we going? I said that. John, I'm like, bro, what is the Raptor fucking metric? Did they just make that up? Yes. Yeah, so let me. So here's what I'm gonna do. It's a, it's I want you to heckle analytic? me. I, I, I want you to heckle me as much as you uh, want to, and feel free to literally knock the microphone out of my hands through Zoom. In 2019, 538, Nate Silver's website, and I believe this was one of Nate's personal pet projects because he is a big basketball fan, wanted to come up with a, um, a, a new metric that used the fact that they have player movement tracking technology, right? They, they, they have the ability to capture things statistically that they didn't have the ability to capture before when we were just going off of counting numbers. Um, and so they came up with... Raptor, which stands for robust algorithm using player tracking and on-off ratings. Jump, robust. Fuck robust. All right. <laughs> if you're using robust to describe anything besides like a a, a good ass soup or something, I don't want right, to hear. Right, nigga. Bro. Right. I want to already know you on some bullshit. Let's not talk about robustness when we're talking about basketball. <laughs> Keep that. 
You know what I mean? Starting there, I hate it. Go ahead. First, we wanted to create a publicly available statistic that takes advantage of modern NBA data, specifically player tracking and play-by-play data that isn't available in traditional box scores. Second, and relatedly, we wanted a statistic that better reflects how modern NBA teams actually evaluate players. That I'm, that's interesting to me, and that is fair, that whether people like analytics or not in hoops analysis and in uh, in media, Mike, I already stopped listening, dog. Like, I, I, I accidentally, <laughs> I'm listening. I accidentally I know, like, no. I'm, I'm, but I'm back though. I'm back. Okay, right, okay. okay. I'm, 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 I'm tapped in. This is interesting. Okay. Whether okay. whether or not, and this actually I think is a bigger debate in baseball than it is in basketball. Whether or not you fuck with analytics, it is now how all teams are being run. Right, right, right. Like right. if you like if you look at baseball, the Astros and the Dodgers. <laughs> They think fans who are like, well, this is what, you know, just tell me about the batting average. They think that shit's funny. Like they think sports fans are cavemen. Right. And like that, these <laughs> analytics and, and the and the thing is, whether you agree with them or not, the teams that have been the most advanced using analytics have been the most successful teams, especially in baseball, where there's so much. Um, to sit so many games. Is that so the same case in basketball? Now, basketball, I think you you certainly would make the case that, like, I know the Spurs during their run were the the mm. team that was really the first to be all over this shit. And I think Kirk Goldsberry has kind of made a career out of having been a part of that, right? But, like, and so now, I don't know, because basketball is different from baseball in that, yeah, the Bucks hitting with Giannis as their pick, was he the 16th pick or whatever? I don't give a fuck what your analytics was are. That 16th? was he, he Yeah, I think it was 14th, I think. 14. Okay. Okay, okay. Um, you know, that's what win, that's what makes you into a winning NBA franchise. But there is no doubt. I mean, that is what's driving a lot of the role player, et cetera, et cetera. It is not mm-hmm. a guy who knows basketball really well. All of these, every pro sports team in America at this point has hired people away from Wall Street who do quantum equations. Mm-hmm. Like, that are that's saying what, this is efficient, this player is it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I think some franchises have actually read quite a bit about the Dodgers. Some franchises have had a, done a good job of basically hiring translators between the math people and the athletes to say, "We're we're trying to these guys are trying to make you better. They're trying to point out what the weaknesses in your game that you might not be aware of are." And you know, and so guys like Mookie Betts, for example, has really embraced that. Is like, no, this has really shown me the things to improve that would never have occurred to me. Um, and I know that there's guys like I've heard Braun talk about analytics. He's like, absolutely, when I found out what my you know, where my most efficient shots are and where my least efficient shots are, he's absolutely incorporated that, right? Yeah, but that So there is a balance is like, on uh, that. that. Yes, yes. But that is that is that is easily, like, something... I mean, I think that's something that you all kind of can see how that can help you, right? Yeah. Like, like, but this doesn't... Like, this is something that Bron could say, or any player. You know, me and you could go out and be like, I shoot better from this spot. I This is the spot... Like, you know, we see players playing like that all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... What we said about Shea, how good he is, is like, Shea isn't like, I got it. He has not the craziest bag, you know what I'm saying? But it's like he knows his spots, and he knows how to get to them, and you can't keep away from getting to his spots. He makes the basket, he makes the game much easier on himself by going to those spots. So, I mean, but what in this sense, like the Raptor, continue. But like, I don't think like this is something that you can really put into place as a as like a basketball player to make yourself better. You know what I mean? No, this is purely reactive for sure. Cause it's purely like a measure of a, okay. How many words would you guess are in the methodology posts that 
<laughs> Nate Silver wrote about his metric. 2,000 of them motherfuckers. Nigga, it's fucking 3,500, dog. No <laughs> way. No way. See, here's, here, I, I mean, look, I love advanced stats, right? I think that, that oftentimes they show you shit that you might not have seen or, or they highlight shit that you, you saw and you're like, wow, okay, yeah, you connected some dots for me there, right? Like, for instance, this whole conversation started because I think John posted, like, there was a, a under 25 best in the league Raptor list. Yes. Yeah, and, and like, Tatum it, yeah. was eighth on the list. Right, right. And, and, and Luca was number one. I'm like, okay, yeah, that checks okay, out. Okay, I get that. And then I, I, and then I think. Yeah, and Jaren then I think Jaren Jackson, Jackson was, was second, right? And I'm Job like, yeah. was third, fourth is SGA, fifth is Darius, sixth is Isaiah Joe, above Ty Tatum. Tyrese Halliburton, great player, then Jason Tatum. Yeah. Lori yeah, Markin, so and then Trey Young. That's the So you you, you gotta take the shit with a grain of salt. You gotta know when to kinda, you know, be you know, be a bit skeptical about shit because you know, like you mentioned, Mike, um you, in the definition they said that this factors in shit that doesn't show up in the box score. And 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 Jaron Jackson, he's for sure the doesn't show up mm -hmm. in the box score guy, mm -hmm. right? So I can mm -hmm. see how he how, how this 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 algorithm has him play so high. But he's not bro, he's not the second best under twenty five guy in the league. No, no way in hell. And I love Triple J. He's phenomenal. Like, for sure. You know, second episode straight, I'm defending his honor after it has been besmirched by the <laughs> All-Star game and by Raptor metrics. But, yeah, man. So here's the um, – and so, like I oh, said, the, the biggest oh. thing is, like, spacing and everything else. It, it factors you see what Jackson said, tracking. though? You see what, what Jackson, Jackson said? Alex say? Caruso ha is, has the 12th best Raptor this season. Alex Caruso. Bro, so that I, is not I, a metric so we need. That is not a metric we need. That's actually, that's actually not true. He's the 12th best defensive Raptor, I think. I'm, I'm, I'm looking, looking at, at the, the Raptor right now. Total. I'm looking at the list right now. Total ra he has the, Raptor he has the, fight. He has the, Raptor fight. Raptor fight. He has the best defensive Raptor. Number one defensive. He's the yeah. nothing. Come on. Man. He's I'm telling you, this is not the analytic we need. And like defensive yeah. efficiency, things like that. I love that shit, bro. It makes a bunch of sense. It's important to know that, dog. I don't need to know. I don't need anything that has Alex Caruso number one, or that has the, Isaiah Joe above Jason Tatum. That's not a that's not a that's not a raptor. I you know what I'm saying? That's not a analytic that's necessary for me. You the know list what I'm I, the list I'm looking at has Alex Caruso number 35. But to give you a sense of why the analytics people uh are making the arguments about Jokic that they are, Jokic's raptor is a plus 14.3. No one else is in double digit raptor. Ooh. It's Luka and then Joel Embiid and then Dame and then Shea is number five. <sighs> Bro. That makes sense. I'm just not, I'm not with it, dog. Like, we oh, can't, no. we can't. We... Jackson, wait, Jackson's right. Fuck. There's two, there's two, <laughs> there, even within Raptor, it's confusing. There's total Raptor, and then there's Raptor wins above replacement. I know. I was looking at the Raptor fucking war. Raptor. I was looking at the Raptor war. I was, was looking at wins, the Raptor war, Jackson. Wins, I'm sorry. That, so, wins when above he's replacement. Not, when Jack, when, so, wins above replacement mean that. When he's not playing, like when he's playing, he's like the team is that much better. Like no yeah, team so, is better. No, no what wins no, above no. replacement means, and it, it actually comes from baseball. And I, I would add, by the way, like I'm a sports writer. I like math. I'm interested. I'm also like Tyler. Like, I'm very interested in advanced analytics. I just think that it's a tool, not a worldview. That's the way that I feel about analytics. But wins above replacement, I think, is a really interesting um, concept. The idea is if you were to take an average baseball player and put him into a baseball team, then replace him with Mookie Betts. How many more games does Mookie Betts win you than that so, replacement player, that so average player in Major League Baseball? Oh, so, so it's not like it doesn't matter like how the, bad the team is when he's not playing. That has nothing to do with it. 
Right. It's just like, okay. Okay. So, and so, so uh, one of the things that's interesting about it, and as AI and quantum math become like more and more um, mainstream, we're going to start to get equations that maybe can accurate like the the challenges of these things are that of course no mathematic equation can actually tell you how many more wins mookie bets or shea are giving you than would the help you get player. in a regular right. average yeah. basketball player. and they're also they're also reactive stats because if the entire nba gets more efficient then the replacement player is better right so like you know what i mean so like the so they're they're not tied to a specific um objective starting point but Jackson was right. I was looking at the Raptor war. The total Raptor, Jokic is still number one at 14.3. No one else is over 9.0. But Alex Caruso is number 12, tied with Jimmy Butler at plus 5.5. Here's an even better stat. Guess who the player who's one spot below Alex Caruso is? Who? LeBron James. Bro, I'm, Come on, man. This is what I'm saying, dog. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. So, like, we're using something that rates Caruso over LeBron James to, you know, like, I, I just don't think that's, bro, that's, that we gone too far. That's a step too far. You got to reel that motherfucker in, bro. It ain't it. Bro, you know this what I mean? Is, this, this is, this is kind of how I kind of view advanced stats like Raptor is, um, I feel like it's it's kind of like NBA GPS, right? Like 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 there's times where your GPS holds you down, and you're like, oh yeah, that's great, yeah, you got me to where I needed to be. There's other times, you know, you plug that shit in, and it's like, bro, hell no, you are taking me 15 minutes out the way, sending me through a toe. Let just show me how to get on the interstate, and I'll take it from there. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, like, right. like like I feel like that's kind of how you have to of, of you know approach advanced stats. And fucking Caruso number 12, that is your GPS telling you you know to go 15 minutes out the way and pay an eight dollar toll when you don't need to, bro. Hell no. Nah. Get on the freeway and get off two stops <laughs> later to get back on the same street you were on. That's the right. that's the Caruso Raptor. But it, but with that same stat, we saw Jason Tatum play so low too. So that's that's a, there's a there's there's obvious a blind spot in that right. stat that needs to be fixed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we shouldn't be using that, especially not in the motherfucking MVP race. You so know here, what I'm here, so here's here's my worldview. There's the image. Not now, the, at least they fixed that blind spot. Right. I think it's the best meme graphic in sports discourse. The um, you know the the I hate describing memes, but it's the 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 guy on the bus who's looking out the window to the right and he's looking at the cliff and he's mm. miserable and that's uh, advanced analytics and then the guy looking out the window to the left at the beautiful view and it's, yeah. he's got that dog in him watching right? <laughs> he got that dog he's just watching the game dog boy he's nice just watching basketball right. that's so, all bro so, he, so here's my here's my world view nobody sits in the same spot on the bus right every time that like you look at the side that has a better view and sometimes a better view is the advanced analytics. Sometimes they're explaining to you, I'm interested in the arguments about why Jokic is so much more efficient and valuable than other players. I'm interested in that. But sometimes it's telling you that you should buy a ticket when Alex Caruso's in town and not when LeBron James is in town. <laughs> and you're looking out the wrong window, right? Like, the, that's the time to go look at and be the, you got that dog in him NBA viewer. <laughs> I just, Absolutely. I hardly ever, I think analytics are important. Like, motherfucker, I'm a fucking nerd. I went to school for math. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, but I just, I think it's, I, it's really hard for me to just, to say that the better view is ever analytics than just watching the ba fucking basketball game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I just, it's just, I don't know. Maybe I am a, 
a, a fucking maybe I maybe I am bag Twitter <laughs> unknowingly. You know I don't what I'm think, saying? But, but but I think what I would just add is like I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like the, like and I I've there's, seen people make this argument with with Kirk Goldsberry like. This is not homework. It is a it's a TV show, right? Like it's meant to be something that's entertaining. Some people are entertained by and I I'm I'm with Tyler on that. I'm interested in the statistical analysis of why you like I'm interested in that, but it's not what I'm thinking about when I'm watching a basketball game. I've always I've never been anti-analytics. That's the first fucking you no know, advanced analytic I've ever sent y'all like what the fuck? You know yeah. what I'm saying? When generally talking about it, I think they're interesting. You know what I'm saying? Right. We, I got a shit I do this called Stats Only where we look at all analytics. You know right. what I'm saying? And it's interesting, bro. I think this one in particular is a step too far. You know or what at I'm least saying? in I'm the way that it applies to some of these specific players. Nigga, bro, we have, Caruso. like, there are multiple, we pointed out multiple fucking issues in yeah, fucking yeah. the four seconds we looked at this motherfucker. <laughs> he wrote 3,500 uh, yeah. fucking words on this motherfucker for Brian to be worse than Caruso and Jason Tatum to be ninth and under 24 years. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Start from scratch. Burn this bitch down. I'm not fucking with it, dog. You know what I mean? Start All over, right. G. Um, all right. Uh, question. This is coming from, uh, the favorites. Uh, one of our volume, uh, teammates are gushers candy. Hmm. I don't, I don't think fruit snacks are candy. I don't think so either. I think fruit I'm snacks are, are their own category. Yeah. 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 We're yeah, unanimous. Yeah. They're a yeah. related, but distinct subgroup of food. <laughs> they are, they're yeah. in the not true candy genus or whatever. Right. <laughs> Like, if you were it's to describe if you were to describe how they were made, it would sound like you were talking about candy, but they're not candy. And I agree with John. They, you, they're somewhere between food and candy. Exactly. They're, they're not food, but they're more food than candy is. You know what I'm saying? Like candy's on the you know a little further down the not food spectrum. You know what I mean? So Par parallel right, question. You, is a hamburger yeah. a sandwich? No. Why it's not? a hamburger, but technically, because I think it's a similar like candy versus not candy debate, you know? No, I, I feel similarly about the hot dog and hamburger being a sandwich as I do. Like, yeah. I, I am to those arguments what John is to advanced analytics. And like, and it's like every time people are like, well, why isn't a hot dog a sandwich? It's like, because it's a fucking hot dog. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm I a rat versus I'm squirrel not, debate. I'm not that what? with advanced analytics. I don't want to say that, bro. It would advance analytics. It's just this one in particular, but bro, Tyler, if I said to you, "Let's go get smart. a sandwich," you would respond to me. How about uh, yes? I would like a sandwich in the form of a cheeseburger. <laughs> no, I no, I, I think that a burger is its own thing, but I also think it's in the sandwich family. It's a, you know what it, I'm technically, I think it's a sandwich. Technically, it's yes. a sandwich. I think, but I'm never. If you call a burger a sandwich, I'm going to call you a psycho. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you're like, let's go get a sandwich and then pull up to a burger pull up spot, in and out. bitch, you said sandwich, <laughs> okay, nigga. Let's talk though, know, like, bro. The purpose of communication is understanding, nigga. Nobody's gonna think uh, think of a hamburger if you say sandwich. You know what I mean? So, like, that's my per. That's why I, where I'm at with it. Yes, it's a sandwich technically, but don't call it a sandwich unless you're crazy or unless you want people to think you're crazy. You know I don't I'm think I'm trying to think. Are there any other sandwiches that you would classify as a sandwich that have ground meat in them? I think because the like, distinction is a patty. For example, a chicken burger versus a chicken sandwich. A chicken burger is ground chicken that's made into a patty form. 
Right. But yeah, but, but that's a chicken what makes sandwich it a, yeah. is a fried chicken. Of chicken. But like technically, it's meat, vegetables, in, in between bread, which I think is what qualifies it as a sandwich. Right. So, but, so, the, but the, but but the argument I've made to people to say that is you could put my cat with uh, vegetables on it and a piece of bread on either side, and that would be bread, meat, lettuce, nigga. bread, right? If like, you but cut that a cat would not up be. And a, put that motherfucking, they just call it. A sandwich, but a I'm just, sandwich. but no, but but no, I'm just, but I'm just saying the way the meat is prepared and presented is part of the is part of the topic. I don't, I, I don't think that just because it's ground, it's not a sandwich anymore. Because yeah. would you say a meatball sub is not a sandwich? I would say it's a sub. I've never referred to a meatball sub as a meatball sandwich. What what is a sub though? <laughs> what is yeah, a sub? Exactly. It's a sub sandwich. I'm sorry for bringing it up. I'm sorry for bringing it up. No, 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 no. This is where this is this is my favorite conversation. I was good at algebra, but I I I I was not good at geometry. So Tyler wins because he said transitive property. A equals B, B equals C, A equals C. That's like the only shit I fucking remember from high school algebra. <laughs> this is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Bet the NBA on TNT with a no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. Every Thursday night, you'll get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. 
NBA same game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. Build your own or choose from one of the popular SGPs already made for you in the FanDuel Sportsbook app. My favorite bets tonight, Lakers playing the Warriors. It's go time for the Lakers. I like them to win, and I like Braun to have a huge game, so I would build that parlay out off his player props. However you want to play, you can bet the NBA on TNT every night with a no-sweat same-game parlay. Just head to FanDuel.com slash J&J and download FanDuel today to get in on the action. That's FanDuel.com slash J-A-N-D-J. And if you're in Massachusetts, get ready because FanDuel is coming soon. Make sure you check out FanDuel.com slash Mass and take advantage of their great pre-live offers. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in select states. Three plus legs, minimum $1 bet required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max bonus bet $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Uh, all right. Uh, question. Do we fuck with the Mukab? If you've been on social media for the last couple of weeks, you've probably been blasted in the face on one platform or another by the sponsored ad for this new mega mall slash hotel that they're building in Saudi Arabia. It is big. It's a big gold cube in the middle of the desert. It will be fully climate controlled inside and big enough to hold 20 Empire State Buildings. My first question is why 20? Why, why not 25? Why, why not 23? <laughs> why, 20? why not like five, nigga? You don't need anything bigger than that. <laughs> Bro, I said, I, I, so, so first of all, if you haven't seen the video, I, I'm not going to encourage you to go look at Saudi Arabia's uh, sponsored content on Twitter, but I'm assuming that most people <laughs> have seen video about the Mukab. Uh, gentlemen, I sent you guys a video earlier today. What was your reaction to seeing it? Bro, like I said, it looks like a clip that someone in a in a movie about the future would watch like it looks like a clip <laughs> that they would right. show stakeholders in a board meeting in robocop you know what i'm saying like that's what that shit looked like it looked it looked like you know very futuristic and looked like some shit i want no parts of because for one like i've i've told you that like once i saw like those those fucking 10 foot tall holograms just popping up out of nowhere. I was like, nah, y'all can keep that shit, bro. My nerves are way too, my nerves are way too bad to get popped up on by a fucking 20 foot hologram when I'm just trying to, you know what I'm saying, eat a fucking corn dog. Hell no, I want no parts of that shit, dog. I, in general, do not like malls, okay? <laughs> like, period. They're just too big. There's too much going on. As I was telling y'all, like, I, nigga, like, it's already hard for me to find. Auntie Anne's, you know what I'm saying, in that motherfucker. You're in a regular mall. One that ha- is the size of 20, 20, fuck, bro, come on, bro. Like, Empire State Buildings, I don't need that shit. And then, like, dog, like, it's just, to me, it's futuristic in a way that is impossible to, like, it's impossible for what they create to live up to what they showed us at this in this day and time. They had, like, cars hovering over, like, fake you know over like you know highways and shit drive that's what the fuck we don't where does that exist where we even seen anything close to that nigga also they use the word leisure that makes me think instead of leisure (laughs) they said leisure that makes me think they're trying to get over on me that shit that somebody says when they want you to think they're smart if they're not smart you know what i'm saying like bro i don't fuck with it 
I think it's a scam. I don't know if they can actually create what they have, you know, put in front of us. Right. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. Not, we'll see. We'll see. I think a lot. If they can, a lot of people will like it. Yeah. And it'll be and and you know and and, and it'll be an amazing feat. I know personally, I will hate it. There's not a place I ever want to visit. It's just too much going on. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be a world wonder. It's going to be a smash of success, I think. I want no parts of that shit, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well I mean, said. do you really think they can create what we saw, though? Is there technology that can create that? Yes. Uh, there is. In, 2020, in 2023, Saudi oil money, absolutely, yes. They are like, that, it, yes. The Saudis spend money in a way that uh, people living with American public infrastructure cannot really wrap our heads around, I think. <laughs> Cars, like we've never seen a car like move like a hovercraft. You know what I'm saying? We don't even have hoverboards. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, nigga, we've been begging for that for fucking thirty years. It's just you like the I mean? Disneyland. Uh, it's just like a sky gondola. You probably just they probably just didn't let us see the uh, okay you know the, I mean? the, the wires, the, like. the wires, and all that shit. <laughs> they cut that out of the graphic. Cool. All right. Um, I've been on Twitter for 14 years and I have learned very few useful things, but I have learned that uh, when we played in that cold weather, it was cold. Um, a fact that is being disputed on Twitter.com because I said Southern California has its coldest storm of the year coming over the next week and put up a screenshot that showed it's going to be in the low 50s with rainstorms. And Twitter made fun of me and called me a pussy, basically. And I just want to say this, <laughs> having experienced both things. 50 degrees in Southern California is colder than 10 degrees in most places. And John, I, John, no, John, don't shake your head. No, no, I need no, no. you to back 50 me up. going down to 10, I don't know. I don't know about that. It's That's colder a, than 30 degrees. I, I, oh, yeah, I'll say that. I'll say that. I'll say that. Yeah, it does feel colder. <laughs> but the thing is, though, nigga, like I went to, I went to Chicago this weekend, right? It was 27 degrees. I stepped out, it was cold. I was like, damn, it's cold as fuck. It was cold as fuck, right? But I didn't have the clothes to wear in that type of cold. We dress differently here. You know what I'm saying? So if we were to dress in the way that people dress in Chicago, it wouldn't be cold to us. You know what I mean? But if people in Chicago were to dress the way we dress, it would be cold. For instance, it was 50 degrees, 47 degrees this morning, 44 degrees this morning. I walked outside in a hoodie and shorts, emptied the trash, came back in. It was cold. You know what I mean? But it's cold to anybody that dresses that way in that type of weather. So we don't dress the way they do. That's why it's cold to us. Because I went to Chicago this weekend and it was cold, but it wasn't like unbearable. We was out walking outside and shit on some whatever shit. You feel me? And I am a admitted pussy now when it comes to cold weather. <laughs> you know, that's what LA has done to me. You know what I mean? It's just... We just don't, you know what I'm saying? We dress, They be layered up. They still wearing long johns. I forgot what long johns. I don't know where you get them at Target now. I don't know where they, do I got to order them up on Amazon? They still on the, you know me. I, mean? I forgot how to dress for cold weather. That's why cold weather here when it's 40 degrees be beating my ass. You know what I mean? So that's my logical. Bro. That's why I think about it, but. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, we, we, we have had a little 65, 70 degree heat streak this last fucking week, and uh, the whole fucking city has come alive. <laughs> like, y'all, I don't think y'all know how good y'all have it, bro. Like, real shit. Like, like cities that actually do experience winter, those cities die during that time. Bro. No, I know, I know how good I know how good we have it. 
<laughs> yeah. I would pick this over that, Hellas. I'm just saying, like, because we have it good, we aren't prepared for what things aren't good. But explain it to me. What do you mean the city dies? Like, you like, it's it's really, people don't Nobody leave the house. Comes out. Yeah, no, people don't leave. The fucking the, the night scene is dead. The bars are fucking empty. Like, si- the Richmond fucking dead. goes to sleep during the right. winter, bro. Like, nobody's at the park for six months. Hell, Basically, Louis, no. St. Louis, no. no. Nigga, you don't, you go from your car to, to to work, back to your car, to like, to home. Like, you might, you, you, you nobody's out walking, enjoying the weather. There's nothing to enjoy, bro. It's, 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 it's hell. <laughs> oh, it's the opposite of hell, you know what I mean? But like, <laughs> it's hell figuratively. You feel me? Like, it's cold hell. It's cold, it's cold, <laughs> it's a cold hell. Bro, so like, no, shit ain't popping. Nah, G. No, no, shit ain't popping, bro. Like he said, the streets, it's its just how the leaves fall off the fucking trees when it's cold. That's what the city feel like. <laughs> city feel like, you know, and when it gets warm, it feels like spring again. Niggas start coming out. You start seeing humans exist outside of buildings, dog. Bro, yeah. Shit, yeah, the city dies. <laughs> you ain't never, you ain't never even imagined that. <laughs> My God, people not outside in parks. <laughs> that that happens? <laughs> no, bro. We do not, no. Motherfuckers do not leave their house when it's cold, bro. For real. That call be beating your ass, nigga. It's sometimes your car don't even want to start because it's cold, not because right, the it's car like I've isn't heard of ready. that, but it, I, like yeah. I've heard of that, right? But like I assume it's like you said, it's like, but you're you ex- you're expecting that to some extent if you live in a place where your shit freezes, right? Like your pipes that happen that happens to the houses too, right? The pipes freeze or something. Sometimes yeah, you, you know, yeah, like so if it gets super, super, super running. cold, yeah. Keep the little, keep the, yeah, keep, that's, that's sometimes, but yeah, All bro. right, so I'm a pussy. That's basically what I no, I'm a pussy too, though. I'm a pussy. I think, and I think we all pussies, bro. Nobody, nobody, nobody likes cold. People yeah. that live in cold places are always complaining about it. Nobody like that shit. Yeah, yeah, no one likes that shit. Yeah, nobody like that shit. We all hate that shit. <laughs> we shouldn't be living like that. Don't blame us you living like that, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't my fault. <laughs> you were the project, nigga. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> All right. Um, before we get out of here, uh, we've got. Uh, I thought maybe we'd just talk about music for a couple minutes. Uh, John and I are uh, in, in. We're in negotiations. We're not really in negotiations to start our new podcast, Jazz Boys. I'm excited. I, I, I told y'all. You, I told y'all before the pod how I'm approaching life differently. Right? You know what I'm yeah. saying? As far as like, you know, I'm not. I'm. 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 I'm a. I'm a the 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 joy is in the journey, ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like the beauty is in the journey. Like I'm trying to enjoy every part of my my yeah, day yeah, and shit. Yeah. And jazz has definitely helped me with that, nigga. Like, bro, and I, you know I, I play jazz in the mornings for Sony Baby. You feel me? She be out here, you know, doing a little. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, nigga, that's that's my whole shit now, bro. That's my whole shit. What's the name of the guy who has the album that you sent me? You talking about the white man? That might be Matthew. Oh, Matthew. The white man. Matthew. The white no, man. Matthew. Cold, the white man. Matthew. Matthew Halsall. Halsall. Matthew bro, yeah. Halsall. Trumpetist. Yeah, 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 bro. But specifically, I, I, the album is the uh, sending my love, and I usually I'm I, I I feel like I'm I was I feel like I was the podcast resident jazz boy, but I've been stuck on that album since you sent it. It's fucking great. Uh, Adrian sent me that joint, and then he had bought the album, and he had bought this other album. I said, "You color, yes." It's spelled O U because I guess he's from Canada. <laughs> anyway, that makes me think second. I shouldn't have maybe be promoting his <laughs> But no, it's cool. But yeah, uh, uh, he was playing that at the, at the crib when I was at the crib with him this weekend. And I was like, I got to tap into this. I'm like, he got a whole bunch of fire shit, dog. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, bro, we, 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 we moving different. It would be crazy if I was still dropping the music in between 
Like my my you could you could see that I am older based on the music I would put in between the you know what I'm saying the right uh, if you just the, found us since the, the show's been on now. the volume John used to put John what used to be the DJ in the SoundCloud days Patreon days and just put he would splice music in between the segments which we can't do now because it's illegal but uh. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do then either but right. uh. <laughs> but it was it was more legal when less people were listening yeah 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 for sure just you know because and we weren't getting paid you know what I mean right, so right, yeah right, yeah. Right. yeah. Right. Uh, and then before we get out of here, Tyler, um, I, you had a really interesting conversation going in the group chat. I know that uh, is it is it that De La Soul is now going to be streaming for the first time? Is that what's occurring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, March 3rd, their whole catalog is dropping. It's something that we we know for months. Um, you know, it's, it's like when we had that discussion, you know, about the iPods and shit like. Like, you know, when I got the, the tragic news that Dave passed, I went to my iPod because you can't stream that shit anywhere. But I, right. I had their whole catalog on my iPod. So, so yeah. So, um, people who aren't familiar with De La Soul, man, March 3rd, tap in. One of the best discographies in, in rap. One of the most fun discographies in rap. If you're not familiar with De La Soul, they, they, they were very artistic with their shit. Put a lot of humor in their shit. And they could flat out rap and make good music. It's a really fun ride. And I implore everyone, you know, fans and people who want to get, you know, familiarized alike to just tap in on March 3rd. I'm excited. I'm tapping in for sure because I I definitely missed the De La Soul train. Mm-hmm. De La Soul train. Uh, <laughs> ah, the Soul train oh, and the De La. Ah, okay, oh, <laughs> but I missed it in part because uh, my my high school my high school's biggest rival was De La Salle High School, and so I think somewhere subconsciously I heard De La Soul, and I was like, "Fuck, yeah. you just too much of a real one, dog." You know what I mean? It's too close to the ops. You feel uh, what I'm too saying? much of an idiot, yeah. Too much you of know? an idiot meathead. <laughs> nah, but I'll, I'll definitely be playing that for somebody, baby. You know, I told you that's why we was talking about it because I wanted to. Um, I've been playing like some like the old school shit for Somi and whatnot. Um, did you? Uh, I hate this. I got. Did you hear? I was playing PM Don. I did some research. Did you hear about what happened with PM Don? Like when Karis won beat their ass or? No, no. <laughs> that that happened. Yeah, yeah, Karis won the Prince be off the stage. You know what I'm saying? But I think uh, the, what, like, the like like when they went real weird into like the Christian rock shit or no the like, brown the the brown uh, like the the one the 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 heavy set dude is one dude and the other dude not the, that other dude Prince I heard he was like a there's something about him being like a he was on his car alone shit. Ah, uh, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, so can't even run that no more. Like, damn, nigga. Well, nobody what worth it damn. Shit. <laughs> All right. You know what I'm saying? Was that a, was I right? Was that a dumb episode? I think so. I, I, feel, I feel like we had Started some good out with me arguing about Tyler being out half late 17 years ago. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I, think it, I think it reached peak stupidity right there. We kind of kept it. We kind of kept it close. It dropped a little bit, but it, uh, that was the dumbest thing I think that happened. Yeah, <laughs> had a nice had a nice little raptor fight. Throw yeah. in the mix. Raptor right, war. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> All right. Well, I uh, hope it was dumb enough to help uh, get you through the rest of your week. I uh, hope you have a very dumb weekend and. We'll see y'all on Monday. Bye. 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 Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 